Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Sheffield Live. You are listening to The Squeak. Taking an alternative look at the week's news. I see you when I close my eyes. And chatting nonsense. Plus, finding the very best new local music. Gotta tell you, my love, it's easy. Sundays from 2 p.m. on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Or listen online. Or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for The Squeak. Follow and tweet us on Twitter at The Squeak. Or like and comment at facebook.com slash The Squeak. Your hosts, Luke Crofts and James Hargreaves. Welcome to the Squeak. It's Sunday, it's two o'clock, and I'm James Hargreaves, and I'm Luke Crofts. He's back. back. I am back. I survived Benidorm. (laughs) How was the holiday, Luke? Oh, it was great. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, Just just fairly boring, you know, just a normal holiday type thing. How can a holiday be boring? We just eat and drink and... Meet people. That sounds like a perfect day to me. <laughs> it was good. It was good, I have to say. Yeah, um, we were sort of on the um, on the bit past the old town where all the locals go for their holidays, right? So it was uh, quite relaxed down that bit. Did you get up to any of the crazy stuff that they're doing, Ben Benidorm? Um, went to see Sticky Vicky. Did you? Yeah, she doesn't do it anymore, does she? She doesn't. It's somebody else. I don't know if it's her daughter or somebody like that, but she's a lot younger and less. Uh, Go on. Hard on the eye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because the, the original one's about 80. So she yeah. got a lot of... Uh, well, she was just an old woman. Doing what kind of things does she do? She pulls things out of places. Oh, okay. Which like rabbits out of hats. Mm, rubber chickens out of orifices. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> was she sticky? Um, no. Well, she... The, the end. The end bit was involved a bottle of coke and a, and, a, and a bottle opener, and it fizzed up and went all over the place. So it was a bit sticky towards the end. <laughs> I'll leave it there, though. Okay. Um, but no, that was probably the uh, the most Benidorm thing that we did. Um, we met a couple of couple of ladies on the on their first night and ended up spending most of the week with them. So, um, so you Ash- ruined their holiday. No, they loved us. They thought we were great. Ashley and Kerry, hello. If you're listening, they're probably hello. not. They might be watching on Facebook Live if they've got nothing better to do on a Sunday. Hello. Carl Malone is watching and he's put hashtag banter yeah thanks yeah thanks thanks for stepping in as well uh, in, in week one of the holiday yeah thanks of course to uh, Faith Shaughnessy and who's Tom not King as well and Tom King yeah from uh, where were they from the, uh, they from, were the gamers from that King thing it's uh, quite a popular podcast he enjoyed it he sent me a message the other day saying how much he enjoyed it great maybe I should go away more often then <laughs> I didn't want to come back. Your words, not mine. 
Yeah, I did not want to come back at all. To the point where I was looking for holidays on the way home. Coming back up the <laughs> really? M1. Yeah. Honestly. Actually on your phone looking for another holiday. Mm. Apparently we've been uh, tweeted, raised, tweeted us, and she says, it's her daughter, Sexy Barbara, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a couple of, um, of new acts knocking about, right. but not a patch on the original. Mm. I never saw the original either, so... Well, you missed out on a treat. I saw her twice. Didn't intend to go the second time. I bumped into some friends while I were over there the first time, and they wanted to go, so we had to go again. <laughs> it, it sounds like you can't keep away. It's got to be seen to be, be, be believed. <laughs> anyway. Mm. So, what's happened in the, uh, in the last week, then? In the last week? Big, I've, oh, I've sorry. automated my life in the last week. I've got, I've got new technology. It's been brilliant. Really? Yeah. I, I've got old technology. I've gone back in time. <laughs> I've got... got uh, oh, yeah, you've got your Sony Ericsson phone Mine. from about 10 years ago. My new phone. It's great. It's got the Facebook app on it. Right. Look Does it, it still work? It works. Wow. It's the Java app. Oh, that's, that's not right. Hold on. Mm. That's that's amazing. I can't believe it still works after all this time. It takes a while to sort of kick in, but it asked me if I wanted to download it today. Right. I did. And it's great. Wow, this must be more modern than I thought it was. Um, I think I bought it in 2009. I think I'd just come back off holiday. I mean, it's quite basic, as you can see. That's the... That's the oh, you can't see. <laughs> trying to get the contrast right. There you go. So it's fairly basic, but then... Yeah. Just click on notifications there. Right. There you go. What more do you want? It's good because I feel I feel a bit more um, disconnected, you know, because when you've got you've got a smartphone or a smartwatch, yeah. you know yourself, everything comes through. Yeah. yeah. Constantly. And it's just See this is why I turn notifications off on loads of stuff. Ooh. Yeah, no, I I've started doing that as well, but I just I thought, I've got an iPhone that, I, that I've got for work, and I thought, I don't really need two. Yeah. And having that's been quite liberating. Yeah. Great phone. I've still got an old Tony Ericsson. Way ahead of its time, that. Takes great pictures. It's got loads of, loads of music on there. Yeah. Connects up to the, to the... I had it connected up to the soundbar yesterday. Right. Ten year, nearly ten-year-old technology. Well, do you, know, do you know what I've got? Go I've, on. I've got new light bulbs in, in my house. Did they change colour? The, the, not only do they change colour, they turn on when you tell them to. You literally tell them to turn on. Like, what, like Back to the Future, yeah. lights on? Yeah. Right. And in different rooms as well, you can go living room on. Living room change colour. How does that work then? Does it connect Bedroom to your on. phone? Do you use voice technology? Yeah, it uses voice technology. Um, it connects to the new Amazon Echo that's out soon. Oh, right. Uh, and you literally just tell it to turn on and it comes on. And then you like can fade it up and down, like... Set dimmed and like that's set the relaxing scene. That's very in depth. <laughs> like Sierra sunset, things like that. Is it not a bit of a fad where you'll just get fed up of it after a bit? I love it. It's amazing. It's genuine. It's life changing. It's one of those things that you don't know you need until you have it, and then when you don't have it, you completely miss it. How can it be life changing? I think that's that's a stretch. I mean, I haven't got these light bulbs, but I can't see it changing my life. <laughs> it literally is. You don't, you don't know until you experience it. You can say it on your location as well. So on your phone, as you're walking into your house, the lights will come on automatically for you. How much did you pay for these light bulbs? A bit. <laughs> a bit. They're not cheap. How much? Have you got one for every room? Uh, just a living room and a bedroom so far. But 
it's it's one of those things I think I'm going to get addicted to and try and do every house in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Sky Q as well this week, which is great. Uh, you've been on about that for a while. What is that? It's the new Sky uh, set-top box and features where um, you can, for instance, be watching something in the living room and then uh, you want to go to bed, you can carry on watching it in bed, like from where you left off in the living room and stuff like that, or on your tablet or whatever. And you can record four programmes whilst watching a fifth as well. Wowza. Yeah, so it's got you watch- YouTube and everything built in. And if you watch a lot of telly then, it's going to be uh, it's going to be all right, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I only got it because it was like, because I, I moaned to Sky a bit and got it for free. Ah. So, yeah. But Fair play. It is good. Well, music we've got today from uh, Bayonet, Celador, Mooncrow, Be the Revolution, and, and God. And God. And God. Which this I is my know. new favourite song, this one. And it's called Blue. It's amazing. And here they are. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Get in touch on Twitter. We are at The Squeak. And we're also broadcasting live on the Facebook as well. Visit the page to see us live. This is In God.
for the tweets coming in for that. We've had both Carl Maloney and uh, Ray Ray Vaj saying that they love that track. Uh, that's And God with Blue. Um, Bradford Band, uh, you'll be getting to know that song because it's on the FIFA 17 soundtrack. Is it? Yeah. So awesome. Everybody's going to be into that one. And they're playing the rocking chair on the 4th of October. Are they? Yeah. So that, that sounds like a gig well worth going to. Do you know how much it's going to be? Uh, I think it's like seven quid if you book in advance. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Rocking chair's good. Well, just just while we're on uh, tickets and um, and gigs coming up in Sheffield, a band that we featured quite a bit, the Slow Readers Club, oh, finally playing Sheffield again. And uh, of course, they've been supporting James on their yeah. nation, nation, national, na- nation, nationwide, 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 national. Either <laughs> way, I think it works. Um, tour. Yeah. And James are playing the Auto Academy Sheffield uh, on the 9th of December. Yeah. Tickets went on sale on Friday. They did. I very nearly went to buy them on Priority on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, O2 Priority. Yeah, they went on O2 Priority on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, ticket price of 37 and a half quid, uh, not including the booking fees. The booking fees, nearly a fiver booking fees on top of that. So, yeah, I noped out of that. I, d- I did not. 42, 43 buy. quid. I, d- I really love Slow Readers Club, and they are a headlining band in themselves. Uh, I, I appreciate James, I like him, I've seen him a couple of times. Namesake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they they obviously do classic tunes like Laid, which is one of the all-time best tunes. Born of Frustration, She's a Star. Yeah, exactly. Sit Down. Sit Down, yeah. I'm okay. All, all of the classics. Uh, but yeah, 40, 43 quid-ish to go and see them with Slurry Does Club, and I just I couldn't justify that. Well, we were talking about it just before we came on. Um... If you like James and you like Slow Readers Club, yeah, then it's not so bad because you're paying twenty quid in effect to see both bands. Yeah. If you're not keen on James, then it's an expensive gig just to go and see Slow Readers, and you can wait until they come back. Can't exactly. You? I, I, I said to them because uh, they heard me moaning about it uh, on Facebook. Or I think you've done it. a lot of moaning this week. I have. I love moaning. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's what I'm known for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I said to them that I'll go and see them on, on the next tour. It's great what James are doing in that they're supporting like, up-and-coming bands and inviting them onto the tours without having to buy on. But I, I think we've got off lucky as well. Apparently last year in Liverpool it was 55 quid a ticket. Oh, well then. Let's let's go and buy the tickets now. <laughs> yeah, bargain. 55 quid. But but definitely, definitely go and see Slow Readers Club on the next headline tour. Definitely. Which won't be anywhere near 43 quid, I don't think. No, you wouldn't... You wouldn't well, the last time we saw him, we saw him at the. Um, well, we saw him at tramlines, obviously. But the first time I seen him was the uh, room upstairs, and I forgot what it's called now. In the corporation, local authority. That's yeah. it, yeah. And what was that? Seven or eight quid? Seven quid or so, I think. And yeah. We saw three bands. Yeah. Um, I think there were four bands on that night, weren't there? I think. Oh, there might be. There might have been. Leadmill was Leadmill was four, wasn't it? Yeah. We saw him there. Yeah. But yeah. Bit well. steep. Bit steep. Bit steep, but justifiable if you like both the bands. And just, uh, just, just referring to your moaning there, you had a bit of a, a rant on Facebook um, yesterday, I think he was, because Jeremy Corbyn won his second leg at l- Labour leadership election. He did indeed, and it's it's just ridiculous that we've had to spend the last year doing this and getting to this point, which is exactly the same point we had a year ago when. Mm. When he won the ele- leadership election in a landslide, anyway. Then. Well, 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 it, well, he won it by something like sixty, nearly sixty-two percent this time round. Yeah, um, from from a higher electoral base as well. 
So there were more people registered to vote, more people did vote, and he got a higher uh, margin. Well, so. we'll just have to have a third election. We'll just have to keep having. <laughs> just keep, keep just have to keep it. having another leadership contest until he loses. Pe- people are saying he's unelectable, but he's won every election he's been in just about. So all the by-elections to be an MP is he's won two leadership elections now within a year, and with a landslide majority mandate. Yeah, I think people are arguing that the. He'd be unelectable in a general election because there's not enough Labour. How do we know? Well, we'd, we won't until we have one. I don't one. know. People are pointing at the polls, but look at what the polls were like before Brexit and before the last yeah. general election. They were all wrong. The polls predicted a hung parliament, didn't they, in the last general election? Yeah. And uh, the Conservatives won it, obviously. Yeah, they, so. they won it by a margin. Mm. And I mean, the polls as well, if you are looking at the polls, when Corbyn first took over at Labour, uh, Labour were 15 points behind, and he's pulled them back to like seven points behind and now people are saying oh but we should panic because Labour's at nine points behind now that's that's just ridiculous mm. well glad that's all done anyway yeah. but then again I remember saying I'll, I'll be glad when it's something like June the 24th and we can stop talking about whether we'll be in the EU or not and we're still talking about it now so we'll probably still be talking about this in the next few oh, weeks yeah. and months anyway yeah anyway more pressing news more pressing news away from politics oh Great British Bake Off has moved to Channel 4. <laughs> it has. I wondered whether you'd bring this up. Oh. Basically, Channel 4 have paid £25 million a year yep. for a tent, some ovens, and Paul Hollywood. Yes, they've forked out the dough. <laughs> that, was a t- that was a two, that. I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. Forked out and dough. And uh, you basically ripped off Mel and Sue's uh, statement, haven't you? They said they weren't going with the dough. Yeah, that's it. We've got it somewhere in here. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Mel and Sue have said they're not going to Channel 4. Mary Berry's now said she's not going to Channel 4. Paul Hollywood's obviously gone. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the BBC now have talked about doing their own um, baking show yeah. on the BBC. Well, hasn't Simon Cowell apparently offered to build them a new baking format? I don't think they need one. I don't think there's anything wrong with the format. The, the thing is, they might not be able to use the same format because it's... Under the yeah, Br- Great British Bake Off name, but intellectual property and all that. all that nonsense, yeah. But they've got Mel and Sue and Mary Berry. We're still going to be working the BBC. They only need another male judge, and then they've got they've got it. They, they can't do exactly the same things, though, can they? They'll have to build another thing. They'll just call it something else instead of showstopper. <laughs> yeah, but it's like um, when the X Factor took over from pop stars. Uh, like Simon Cowell got sued for millions and millions over that. Yeah, because it was the same format as Pop Idol, wasn't it? Yeah, X Factors are pretty much the same. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, there'll, there'll be some legal battles if they do exactly the same. All they need to do is just tweak it and have a different kind of baking supplement part of it. Mm, I, I'm sure they'll find some way around it. Yeah. It, it, I mean, when like, it's like Top Gear going to Amazon. Well. You mentioned Top Gear. Yeah, it's a car show, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, Channel Five's Fifth Gear wasn't too dissimilar. No, because it's a magazine show. You it's can't basically they couldn't take the Stig. They couldn't do mm. the yeah. same kind of format. Stuff. I think. I think the Stig's sort of become a, a thing of the past now. After after Ben Collins did his autobiography, I don't yeah. think anybody was that bothered about it after that. He was still in the last was series, gone. wasn't he? Mm. What's interesting with Top Gear on the BBC? Apparently, you know. Obviously, Chris Evans stepped down. Mm. Um, all of the other presenters haven't been given new contracts either. Really? I found out the other day, yeah. Well, it's interesting because before Hollywood went to Channel 4, um, he was offered 
appearances in a few um, Top Gear episodes. Mm. Some appearances. Well, he is a big car buff, isn't he? Like, he apparently he turns up to the Bake Off in, like, a Lamborghini and, like, a Ferrari and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So he's a bit bit of a motorhead. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it on Channel 4, though, because who are they going to get to present it? The Chuckle Brothers. I thought they were BBC as well. Well, they were, but they're, they're not doing anything now, are they? They actually released a statement the other day. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Was I it? wondered why you'd brought them up. <laughs> I, thought, I thought there must be something just here. A ran- just yeah. randomly calling out Chuckle Barry Brothers. and Paul. <laughs> no, apparently on Good Morning Britain, uh, they released a statement saying that they couldn't confirm or deny that they'd been approached to be the new Bake Off hosts. Really? Yeah, I think it's just a publicity stunt. But Yeah. Quite a fun one. Danny Baker uh, tweeted a picture of a Love Productions contract the other day, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, which which referred to the Great British Bake Off. All right. Um, but I suspect that that will be for the charity special. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Stand Up to Cancer. Yeah. Well, that'll be the first one that airs on Channel 4. Um, no date yet, it just says 2017. But um, when it started, it started in 2010. And last year, do you know how many people watched the um, the final of last year, Great British Bake Off? Uh, I don't know how many like crusty, boring people are there in the UK. I like Bake Off. <laughs> exactly. Thirteen point four million watched the final. That's, last that's year. really good. Ratings, so it was worth. It, it was. I mean, the BBC were paying seven million pounds for it. Yeah, they offered fifteen million to renew the contract, and Love Production said no, not doing it for any less than twenty-five. Yeah, it's just greed, isn't it? Of course, it is. Absolute greed. But it's... and they're going to get. Are they going to get a fortune from advertising revenue? Yeah. Well, Channel Four will take the advertising revenue. It's down down to four to sell that. Well, it'll pay pay back the, what they've what they've had to fork out. You'd like to think so. Do you think it'll do anything on Channel Four though, without without so. the main characters? I think so. People tune in just for just to see what it's all about at first, aren't they? And then they'll they'll stick around if it's any good with the new presenters and whatever. Mm. Is it in the same position that Top Gear's in, where everyone's going to be comparing it to Mel and Sue and Mary Berry? Well, absolutely, of course it is. Mary Berry was the star. Yeah. That's why I think the BBC... To be honest, right, out of the four, right, Mel and Sue, Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood, right, the last one you'd want to take with you... Paul Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of the four. It's... it's um. <laughs> He's not thought it through because if he'd, if he'd have said no, I'm not going. Yeah, could have been a new start for everything. Then they've got nothing. Channel Four. Yeah. They've got literally got a tent and some ovens. <laughs> yeah. They've got nothing. They could have said, right, we're staying with the BBC, and the BBC are obviously going to do their own one, albeit with a different format. Yeah. And they could have just stayed and done that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, mm. but but it's market at work, isn't it? It's uh, you know the way that the markets are supposed to work. People pay what they want to for something and it goes where it goes for the money. Mm. I don't think it'll be as good on Channel no. 4 myself. No. Let us know what you think anyway on the Twitter at The Squeak, if you care. Uh, this is Forgotten People by Be The Revolution. Thank you. 
being the revolution. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Um, That's uh, quite an early peak because I don't think they've released that anywhere yet, but that's called Forgotten People off their upcoming EP, I believe. So did they send that in to us then? Told Carl and Maloney uh, sent it on to us uh, on their behalf. Thanks, Carl. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I like them. Very good. Yeah. If you're in a band or you know anybody that's in a band and you want to get your music played, please get in touch. Yes, do. At the Twitter, on the squeak. No, that's not right. At the Twitter, on the squeak. <laughs> At the squeak, on the Twitter. Yes. Yeah, that you sounds do better. It. You do it. At the squeak, which is T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K, <laughs> on Twitter. I wonder if anybody's handle is at the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Twitter wouldn't allow that. Probably not now. They probably took them all up, on not they? On Facebook.com slash the squeak. Yep. And there's an uploader there where you can upload your uh, There is. It's working now again because it broke a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did it? Yeah. I oh, I didn't to know. Fix it. Oh. Yeah. How did it break? I think it's just the web server got overlo- overloaded and stuff. So Gremlins in the machine. Set it all and yeah. Mm. So yes, go there. Go to the uploader. Uh, tell us a few details about your song and your band. Oh yeah, don't just don't come in dates and stuff. Yeah, don't just upload a song because we'll, we'll have nothing to talk about <laughs> after we've played. This is it. a song by a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So, so we talked about money there. And uh, the greed. Money, 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 money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrehearsed. So you don't get this with faith and call, do you? <laughs> um, you know in Only Fools and Horses where they're in the bar yes. and he falls through the bar and he's talking to Trigger about chatting these two women up and he says, talk about money. They love it when you talk <laughs> about money. And Trigger goes over and he says, I saw one of those uh, five pound nights the other day. <laughs> Well, if you've got one of the new £5 notes, it could be worth up to £200. It certainly could. So they've been going for up to £800 originally, apparently, and now, oh, really? now the price has gone down a bit. Mm. Why, I hear you ask, well, idiots are buying them. Pretty much. On eBay. Or collectors. Well, whichever way you want to talk about it. <laughs> I've never understood this, because I was talking to somebody about it last night, and he said, yeah, the original ones will be worth quite a lot of money. Yeah. Why is that the case? Why can't you just wait until you get a fiver in your wallet and then keep it? <laughs> it's because it's the first ones that come off the uh, off the production run. So I think it's serial number AA01, and then you have seven numbers after that. So AA01, 00000001, the note has been given to the Queen mm. as the very first note name. Yeah, that's what I've got here. He saw that the Queen has been given AA01000001. Yeah. 
And basically, I think they're... Uh, what does she do with it? She doesn't carry cash. She probably puts it in a drawer and forgets about it. She probably looks at it and goes, what's this? <laughs> money? Who needs this? Maybe she's got um, a, a, an album of self-portraits and it's all just money. Maybe so. I wonder if the Rolf Harris one's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. Maybe she's been sheltered from the news. Maybe. She, I bet she's just got loads of loads of hooks now with nothing on it. Because he painted her quite a lot of times, <laughs> yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. I wonder if she had him round to tend to the corgis as part of his uh, pet rescue days. Do you remember when he did Animal Hospital? Yeah, that might be what I'm thinking of, actually. The um, the intro for Animal Hospital was great because it was the, the Mad Sax um, solo. Was it? Can you not remember Animal no, Hospital? I can't, I can't remember the intro to it. I can't play it because I've got an ancient phone. But we can probably look it up in the next the Mad break. Sax? Saxophone intro. Right. It wasn't called Mad Sax. It was oh, just got, a Mad oh, Saxophone it was intro. A saxophone. Yeah. I, I, the only thing I've got in my head there is a lunatic, sax. a lunatic saxophone tearing, <laughs> tearing up the place. Yeah. yeah, I've just got yakety sax in my head. Do you remember the Benny Hill music? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you said Mad Sax, I thought you were on about that. I'm like, surely that wasn't right for Animal Hospital. No, I was just you, you were just off on a half a tangent. Um. But yeah, so 200 quid. Apparently, um, there was one on eBay um, which had a winning bid of £227. Yes. It's crazy. Have you ever collected anything money-wise? I know some people collect, you know, the, the pound coins with all the new different designs yeah. on them. 50p's and whatnot. Well, there's a 50 pence. I think I've got a 50 pence in my wallet, which is supposedly worth a fiver. The Battle of Britain one. Mm, somebody was saying there's one that's got Kew Gardens on there that's worth quite a lot of money. Yeah. Um... But in terms of collecting, I used to used to have stamps, but not stamps, postcards of stamps. Um, because my mom, my mom used to work in the post office, and whenever new sets of stamps came out, used to uh, bring out postcards of those stamps. And she always used to bring me a set home. I don't know what happened to them, actually. Maybe you should sell them. Yeah. Some idiot will buy it. Gotta be around somewhere. They're buying £5 notes for 200 quid. Yeah. Have you seen one yet? Yes, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you had one? Uh, Ray had one. Uh, Rachel had one. You checked the serial number? Yeah, first thing I did, of course. <laughs> of course, I'm going to stick that on eBay if it's going to be getting me 200 yeah. quid. Yeah. Well, I um, it's it's all over my head, this, because Australia have had polymer notes for years and years and years. Yeah. I was over there about eight or nine years ago, and I thought, yeah, this is great. Why don't we do this? Because you, you can wash it. If you, you know, yeah. Not that you would aim to do it, but... <laughs> if you forgot, they're not going to get damaged. It's supposedly lasts up like five years longer than a yeah, we normal can't, cotton note, don't we? Can't tear them. Um, they're harder to forge because it's... Oh, um, the can't tear them thing. Mm. I've actually seen that where somebody actually was demonstrating that they can't tear them and tore it. Ah. So, yeah, don't try that at home. <laughs> well, maybe you can then if you're determined, but yeah. it's not like... If there's like a little nick in it or something, you can easily tear it, apparently. Ah. So, yeah, don't try the you-can't-tear-them thing, because apparently you can. Ah, OK. Mm. But apparently the £10 note's coming out next year, and then the £20 note's coming out by 2020. Yeah, and the old £5 notes, they're getting rid of rather quick. I think by May next year, I think they're expecting to have all the old notes in. Well, there's a new new pound coin coming out. Yeah. It's, um, 
How many sides has it got? Is it is it got eight sides? Something like that. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to cause havoc because everywhere that that has the old pound coin mechanism, mm. it's going to have to be taken out and replaced. Depends. If it weighs the same, then it'll work. Oh, will it? I, I believe so. That's how it used to work. It used to work on weight. Remember when the new ten P's come out and you couldn't put them in the parking meters in Sheffield? Yeah, it'll just, just be the, another they were disaster. thinner and had a, had a different weight, I different think. groove. Yeah. It's guaranteed to be a, a disaster. You can just guarantee it. <laughs> And they're trying to get rid of the penny as well. Mm. I, I, yeah, I agree. What, why mm. would you need a penny? It's just ridiculous. They've done it recently in uh, the equivalents in Canada and other places. And what they do as well, when they try and get rid of a coin, is they basically encourage everybody to give it to charity when you find it. So charities actually made a fortune when Canada gave up its equivalent of a penny. Well, I do that anyway. If I get odd two peas or pennies, I just put them in the charity yeah. box. Cause you, or... If I've got loads, I'd go to the supermarket, put them in the self-scan machine, just get rid of them. Yeah. But, uh, again, Australia and Canada, I think, stopped using them ages ago. They just, just, five is the, five pence or five cents is the yeah. lowest you can get hold of. There's actually, I, th- I think there's a there's a John Oliver video from last week tonight about the equivalent of a penny in America, and the only reason that they're keeping it in America at the minute is because there's a lobby group that wants to keep it as part of tradition, a lobby group that happens to be funded by the people that produce and make the scent. Right. So, yeah, it's in their interest to keep it going, so they they fund a lobbying group to keep it there. Is it not the same company that produces all of the coins? Uh, Not necessarily. It's because it's made of different metals, apparently. Ah, right. It's all very geeky stuff, to be honest. Yes, it is. Very interesting. Very interesting. Shall we have another song? Let's do it. And uh, this is, well, everybody knows this from the last few weeks, but one of our favourites and one of Faith's favourites when she stood in was Celador Mooncrow. They've just released this new song for free on Bandcamp. Can't keep me down, turn me up, up. Can't keep me down, keep me down, turn me up. Can't keep me down, turn me up, up.
Sheffield Live. Forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> You've been Moon Crow. Yeah, very good. Brilliant very good. band. Brilliant band. So yeah, free on Bandcamp. Go, just go to Bandcamp, search for Solid Moon Crow, and there's three or four songs on there that you can download for free. That's that's crazy, that isn't it? It's good. It's, it's so good. Then it's just a way of um, building up a bit of a fan base, and uh, they ask for your email address just so it can send you news of when they're releasing the next free song. So yeah, well worth following. They got any gigs coming up? Uh, I haven't seen any promoted at the minute, but as soon as I know of them, I'll uh, give it a shout. Cool. So I, I do want to see them again. Yeah. Well, I want to see them. Where did you go and see them? Was I? Oh, sort of at Yellow Arch. Yellow Arch. Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, I was at the Shaky. <laughs> yeah, you were. At the shaky. I was otherwise engaged. <laughs> you were at the Shaky, which was funny because. As I was leaving to go to the Yellow Arch... You knew I, exactly where we'd be. Yeah, I, I was talking to Carl, I was like, not heard from Luke about this. Uh, I wonder what, whether he's coming, and Carl just said, I bet he's in the shaky. <laughs> and I just walked past, and there you were, sat right by the window. It's a Friday ritual, six o'clock, shaky, Dan and Jim and Dave. <laughs> we've, we've started having a sweepstake now, and when Dave's going to come, because he's getting later. All right. Yeah, so we all put a quid in. Um... And then we we give his, we give each other a ten minute window for t- for Dave to turn up. <laughs> and what if he doesn't come in any of those ten minute windows? Then roll over, just quits. Now because <laughs> someone will forget to keep all the money, and it's just yeah, yeah. But I had a, I had a result because I'd put um, oh Facebook's broken again. Yeah. Oh no, it's, oh, we're no, back it's on. Perfect. We're back on. Not anybody's watching. Um, <laughs> we um, I'd put a load of change in. Yeah, and I was like, right, it's time's elapsed now. He's not here, so we'll have to take it back. And I took a pound coin back and left Dan with all the change. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just simple things. You were like, I knew you, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. So um, yeah, you didn't even text. Just turned up, and there we were, sat yeah. in the shaky. I was I was literally going to meet Faith in, in Hillsborough. Just, just knew thought, we'd be there. Just thought I've got half an hour to kill. I'll go and have a quick pint. Wonder if Luke will be in the shaky. <laughs> Nailed on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to go for a drink after this show, aren't we? Are we? Uh, no. Might might have a quick one. All oh, right then. Twisted my arm. <laughs> Who knows? A, qu- a quick drink. Because Rachel's making me a nice, lovely lamb dinner. Yeah, we had lamb a couple of weeks ago and it was great. And there was enough for a third dinner. So I had that the Monday night. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, it was great. I love lamb. So lamb. you had it on your own? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. You didn't share it? No. On the Monday night, there was only one dinner left. I had it. <laughs> okay, so that's yours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's completely reasonable, isn't it? Um, maybe not. To be fair, in my house, any food is generally mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about food. Uh, talking about food, actually, I went to Mud Crab yesterday. Uh, I've been. I, I weren't that bothered. Oh, do you know what? The chicken wings as a starter are the nicest chicken wings I've had in in a long, long, long time. Well, I um, I went round to uh, why, why did I, why did I do it? I can't remember. I ended up at my sister's anyway, and she said, "Oh, we're um, we're going round to um, meet some friends on Ecclesford Road, some some dinner." I said, "All right." She went, "You can come if you want." I went, "Where are you going?" She went, "Mud Crab." I went, "All right, I'll come along." I heard good things about it, hmm. and I had the um, the American burger. You know, it's got the, like, fried egg and the peanut butter and all that. Yeah. I thought, yeah, great. Oh, that sounds odd to me. Well, I thought it did. One of my friends, um, we've not seen for age, actually, said he'd had it at the Mud Crab, and we had it on Bungalows and Bears mm. um, menu. And I really enjoyed it. 
so I, I had it again and it weren't as good as the bungalows and bears one. Really? That's probably the last time I've eaten a bungalow and bears as well. The burger was the worst like part we. of the meal for me yesterday. The burger? I, I had a duck. Duck and bun it was called, which is burgers with uh, essentially like shredded duck on it, yeah, with the hoisin sauce and stuff. Mm. Um, but the starters, we had croquettes, wings and um, prawn toast to share and all of the starters were really, really nice. Mm. I just weren't bothered about the menu. And it's expensive as well, isn't it? It's kind of expensive, yeah. Everywhere on Ecclesaw Road is, though, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's not what I was going to talk about. I was going <laughs> to talk about, before I was rudely interrupted there, Sorry. Um, was the Iceland supermarket battle. <laughs> Have you oh, seen any of this in the news? Yeah. How utterly ridiculous. It's actually not happening yet, but the Icelandic government are saying that they are considering it, aren't they? Yeah, it's a battle over the um, the name, basically. So... Bye bye, so, Facebook. Yeah, the British supermarket chain could face a legal battle to save its name after the Icelandic government confirmed it's considering launching legal action. Mm. It's a bit bizarre because they've been trading under the name of Iceland for 45 years. Yeah. Which I, I saw that and I'm like, well, I'm not sure that many people are going to get confused between Iceland the Frozen Foods Company and Iceland the country. Well, I always make a joke out of it because I'm a character. <laughs> when people say I'm going to Iceland, I mean, I say, do you mean the shop or the country? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Iceland, it's, um, yeah, I don't think people get confused. And does that mean that we can then sue Iceland for the ash cloud that stopped all the flights? Uh, to be fair, Therefore, though, I don't, I, all the people that I know that were affected by the ash cloud of 2008 or whenever. Yeah. We're actually quite happy because they've got to stay on holiday. That's all right if you're already out there, but if you are then wanting to go, like, fly on your holiday at the beginning... Oh, you're buggered, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. But like I say, I didn't meet anybody that was stuck trying to get on but holiday, then how, so they were all laughing. How does your insurance cover that? Because that's going to cost you to stay out there, surely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It must do, yeah. It must cover you, because that's what insurance is, isn't it? It's an act of God, essentially. Which isn't covered under insurance. Mm. Like natural phenomena. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, or if anybody's listening that's into insurance, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. If, if you got stuck on holiday in the last ash cloud, then uh, tell us how it affected you. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so. I mean, what do you think, though? What do you think about the Iceland-Iceland battle? Iceland versus Iceland. It's hardly Kramer versus Kramer, is it? No, not seen that, though. I bet you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you got the reference. Um, I once saw it advertised. Right. I think it was during an episode of Knight Rider. Oh, what a, what a programme that I was. I know, yeah. I used to have Knight Rider as my ringtone, you know. I think I'm going to revisit that now I've got this. Now you've got your... Now I've got this brand new phone. Brick phone. Yeah, it's not. A, it's actually smaller than yours. <laughs> it is. The phone. It's thicker. Mm, yeah, a little bit. It's a lot, lot lighter. The battery lasts a lot longer. So you're gonna have a lot of singing today, James. <laughs> Must be this bottle of uh, energy drink that you. Yes, Lucasaid Sport. Very there are others available. Indeed. Like <laughs> like normal Lucasaid and Lucasaid Original and. Stop saying Lucasade. <laughs> There's plenty of Lucasades available. And other brands and as well. Other brands as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get told off, you know, because Faith kept saying the A word. Yeah. 
She actually called somebody an a-hole. She did. Hmm. It's, it's just not allowed, not, is not it? Not like the Chris Martin debacle. Mm, no, that was hilarious. <laughs> that, that, that was brilliant, was yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. Bless well, her. She's not, she's not listening today. She's doing some uh, birthday shopping. She's got a lot of birthdays coming up, apparently. Yeah. Mm. Although, to be honest, the A word is quite mild for uh, faith. Yeah. Yeah, there's been other words. Uh, Carl Malone is just, uh, he's actually texted me rather than tweet us. Oh. He's put, most travel insurance policies cover travel disruption and acts of God are covered by some companies. But check your policy, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. That's not something that you'd ever check, though, prior yeah, to 2008, yeah. oh, because it's I'm, never happened I'm before. I'm going to read through the small print and see if a volcano is listed in the acts of God. But you wouldn't even think, oh, what if a volcano, you know, it's not so, oh, I'm going on holiday, but, oh, well, have you checked to see if any vol- volcanoes are due to erupt? Of course yeah. I haven't, no, why yeah. don't I think of that? Because you wouldn't, would you? Have you checked to see whether Godzilla's going to come out of the ocean and swallow your plane? Well, now you're just being silly. <laughs> You have to take it too far, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is Bayonet. Something for the weekend. Last song of the show. It's called Weekend. DJ Ski is up at three. In it. Yeah.
weekend by Bayonet. Uh, that's a new single which is out now everywhere on iTunes and all that. Um, they sold out the rocking chair last night for their single launch. We haven't we haven't played any Bayonet for for what feels like ages. Yeah, I think I think we played them like nearly a year ago, didn't we? When we first started the show, I think. Yeah, when did we start? Beginning of November, yeah. sort of last year. Yeah. God, that is a long time. Yeah, I really like them. We're still it's here. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody listens, but we're still here. Yeah. Well, Carl does. Yeah. Oh, bless him. And he's currently uh, cooking an aubergine tagliatelle with chilli and sun-dried tomato, in case anybody wanted to know that. That sounds really nice. It does sound really nice. It does. Too, far too vegetarian for me. Yeah, well, of course, Kirsty's a vegetarian, so... Yeah. Hence, hence the, uh, uh, no meat. Indeed. Just wrong. You need meat. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um... Moving on. We've been talking about travel, and, uh... Yeah, I've just had a message in from Michael saying, I'm listening, um, but my iPad keeps cutting off. Just got the back end of Ash Cloud and Insurance. Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Gripping radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what would you do if you say you're on your flight and some really big obese person sits next to you? How, how would that make you feel? Probably quite cramped. Yeah. Do you know? Well, it's, it's tough, tough, uh, tough look, isn't it, really? It's, um, would you say it's tough luck, or would would you blame the airline for that situation? Mm. Well, no, it's pot luck, isn't it? Unless you, unless you actively choose your seats, it's just unlucky. Yeah, well, an Italian lawyer is actually suing the Emirates airline. Uh, right. Because he was sat next to an obese man on, an, on his nine-hour flight. And that caused him so much discomfort that he feels the need to, to take legal action? Apparently so, yeah. Right, uh, From Northern Italy, claims a spillover caused by the person neighbouring uh, his window seat made for a deeply uncomfortable journey from Cape Town to Dubai. It's not like Italians to be deeply irate, though, is it? Uh, well, no. Probably all the wine he's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> is that just a generalisation? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Were there any Frenchmen there with onions round his neck? Yeah, and wearing berets. <laughs> Black and white stripy top. Yeah, exactly. Terrible. Right, on a bicycle. Yeah, obviously. <clears throat> Munching on garlic. Yeah, so so yeah, he's actually suing for uh, over two thousand euros in damages, uh, as well as a refund for his flight. Says that he asked to be moved on his flight, but was told it was fully booked. What? How ridiculous! Yeah, <laughs> big big people. Um, I had nothing like that when I went away. It was fine. No issues. No. Nah. Yeah, I've I've been on a flight where there's been like the young baby crying and stuff, but you can't mm. help that, can you? Yeah, we had that on the way back actually, a little little baby crying. But then again, babies get scared, don't they? Yeah. Well, it's not just that as well. It's a discomfort for a baby because the the, it's the, the first time you experience yeah. the air pressure, yeah. the, the ears popping, and I don't really like it to be honest. No, I don't. Yeah. But DJ Ski is here. Yes. How you doing? I'm fine, sir. How are you? I'm all right. Are you glad to have me back? Uh, well. It's been quite smooth this last couple of three weeks, actually. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's not been very smooth today because <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What have we got coming up on Platinum Plates then, uh, DJ Ski? We've got some DJs. What do you make us call DJs? You know, the tosses over the music. You know, these. Uh uh, a well-known track, and then they put their own lyrics, usually in like, like rap style, like the beginnings of uh, it was beginnings of rap music. Excellent, cool. That's up at. That's up at three o'clock. Do you know? Have you have you managed to learn the uh, Virgin Media TV channel yet? 
<laughs> oh, I see. That's how you play me today. <laughs> Every week. He said, I ain't got virgin. Don't care. I don't know any virgins. <laughs> that's why we don't speak to DJ well, Ski. Well, Luke's here. <laughs> yeah. 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 DJ Ski had a guest in last week. Did you? Yeah. Who, who? Yes, did. Yeah, Tixie Bang. Tixie Bang. T-I-double X-Y. Oh, Tixie Bang. What what did you think he said? <laughs> Go on. What did you think? I thought you said Titsy Bang. That's just a bit it's a bit rude. So you're thinking this, isn't it? Apparently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Tixie Bang. Yeah. Did you listen to it? What do you think? I listened to the first part of it. I didn't really catch much of him to be oh, honest. Right, I did a few tunes first, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. It's not only you two can have guests, you know. Bloody Lord, did it with your guests. We only have guests when I'm not here. Especially what's the name that comes in? Faith. 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 Sweary Faith. Yeah. Faith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she isn't. She's usually drunk when she comes in. What can we say? Yeah. It's true. <laughs> It's true. So yeah, DJ skis up at three until five uh, with his platinum plates. Uh, we've yeah, so we've we've got to make a move. Um, In two minutes. Yeah, I know what we're, what we're going to do for two minutes. Uh, let's just talk nonsense. Oh, we've done that for the last hour. <laughs> we've, we've done it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that last tune you played, I like them. That was bayonet. That uh, yeah, the last DJ ski liked bayonet. Just saying, are they from Sheffield Bayonet? Yes, yeah. yeah. We haven't played them for months, and they've just not sent us anything yeah, in. I've played them before, but I, I like them. Yeah, really good. That's their new single. Um, Endorsement from DJ Ski. And, and, as I said, they sold out a rocking chair last night, so they're like, doing well in the live scene in Sheffield as well. Good video as well for that one. It's uh, like a one-shot video of them walking down a path with lots of things going on around them. So, um, how are you feeling about Bake Off moving to Channel 4, Rob? <laughs> well, if it gets rid of those two, I can't cope with those two. I'm what, Sue and Mel? Yeah. They, they not like them. They don't do some asking at all. I've heard that it's going to be uh, Chuckle Brothers for Channel 4. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that. That kind of programme. I thought it was a joke. It's, it's been reported in one of the, two of the, the Red Tops. Yeah. But the, the thing is... Oh, yeah, though, it must be true then. You've got to worry about it because if they're putting up the tent, imagine it, like, to me, to you, <laughs> it'll fall over after five minutes. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could be good, Chuckle Brothers on Channel 4. It could actually. I'd not... I'd, yeah. I was thinking someone maybe like Alan Carr. Oh, he annoys me. Yeah. Mm, that could work. That could work. He's not as tough as he looks, him, is he? That could work. It's not just a hat rack. It is <laughs> 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 <Just> indeed. <laughs> right, anyway, um, listen, guys, like I say, if, if you know anybody that is in a band or you're in a band yourself and you want your music played, please send it in to us. Where can they do that, James? You can do it at Twitter, at The Squeak, T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K, or on Facebook, slash The Squeak. And uh, there's a link to upload your music there. Mm. And nice if you've missed, if you've missed us, um, you can podcast as well. We're on iTunes and Acast. Just search for the Squeak. Uh, but other than that, we'll be back. Uh, oh, are we going to do two hours next week? Because Paul's not here. Yes, indeed. All right. So we'll be doing. So, so we'll be in from one. Yeah. One until Tune three. From one. Yeah. 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 Well, have a good week, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Sheffield Live. Made in Sheffield. Made by you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.